The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I talk Bucks Heat first. Let's do it. Uh, even though the series hasn't been great, and it hasn't, it hasn't been particularly um, high-quality, high-caliber basketball in spots, but the Bucks and Heat just gave us two of the most iconic games in NBA history and absolutely the most iconic ending I've ever seen. For those who were asleep, on the East Coast because you work in the mornings. The Bucks are Milwaukee Bucks, who I had just like a few units on to win it all at plus 350, which that's down the drain. Uh, they blew a 16-point fourth-quarter lead. They ended up losing in overtime to the Miami Heat in Milwaukee, which means the Heat are dead. Uh, the, the Milwaukee Bucks, excuse me, are dead. The Heat booted the betting favorites for the entire league in five fucking games. Are you serious? Did that happen? But it is not that it happened that boggled the mind. It is how it happened that boggled the mind. Okay, so let's start back at game four. So Jimmy Butler, a.k.a. Playoff Jimmy, went into a berserk level of basketball going off for 56 Nine and two, which is an insane stat line. That is ridiculously one man gangbang slash line. Single handedly carrying this team where the second leading scorer uh, was, I think they scored 15 points, Bam Adebayo. Third leading scorer, 10 points. So I mean, it was just Jimmy, all Jimmy, all day. Outplayed the entire Bucks team. Giannis, before that, missed the previous games. My question is how do you play? four all-NBA defenders on the court at the same time. Uh, You've got Drew Holiday, Giannis, Brooke Lopez. All three of those guys could win Defensive Player of the Year at any given time. And then you've got Bobby Portis, who's also a lockdown defender. Four dudes, and you cannot stop Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, who's never been a particularly great jump shooter. That is not only a testament to how good Jimmy Butler is, but just how horrible the Bucs are. Oh, my God. Gross. The coaching in these in this game and in these two games from Budenholzer has been vomit, like trash vomit. Then we go to game five. 
Bucks down 3-1. Hey, Bucks, it's an elimination game. Heads up. If you lose, 1-2-3 Cancun. They were as a down 3-1 plus 130 to win that series, meaning the world, the betting world, thought there was a possibility they could win three in a row. Bucks, huge fourth quarter lead. I believe at one point they were up 17 in the fourth quarter. And then, in an absolute bottle job, blew the lead in the most insane, amazing way. Not only did they not have any answer for Jimmy Butler, but Budenholzer made, I don't even know, like some truly disheartening, bizarre game-ending situations. Let's break those down. So the Heat are down seven with four minutes left. Spolster decides to make Bam the primary ball handler to in order to set up this like high-low action for Jimmy Butler. He then proceeds in the paint to torch the Bucks once again. Heat come roaring back, but Jimmy misses two shots in the final 30 seconds, and now Drew Holiday has the opportunity to put the Bucks up three with a half second left. He misses the first, makes the second. Heat call timeout. They take the ball out near half court. Got me? Okay. So what does Budenholzer do? First of all, with Bam off the floor, for some unknown reason, I believe he fouled out, maybe, he decides to take Defensive Player of the Year Brooke Lopez off the floor. Didn't have a great explanation after the game why he did that. Second, he decides to defend Jimmy Butler underneath the basket with 6'4", Drew Holiday. Not Giannis, not, not Chris Middleton, not someone long. Nope, nope, we'll put Drew on him. And I get it, Drew is a great defender. Then secondly, uh, Jimmy had to beg Spo just to get the play made for Jimmy in order for the ball to go to him so that he could tip it in underneath the basket. He, he tells Spo, Spo, like, listen, Drew's going to front me. I'm going to get separation. I'm going to tip in near the basket. So he draws up a lob to Jimmy, who then uses his physicality to get separation, catches the ball one-handed, falling to the floor, and somehow it goes in. Bud, why didn't you call a timeout there when you saw what the play was going to be? So not only was Lopez off the floor, like, I don't know, you could have used a seven-footer underneath the basket to defend uh, a lob into Jimmy, uh, but then you decide not to put Giannis on Jimmy, and when the Bucks had a chance to see the Heat's final play, and they still had a timeout, Bud decided not to use it. The outrage that's inside of my soul right now is to such a high level, I can't even muster up the strength to yell anymore. I, it's just like a very disappointed feeling for Bud because everyone on Twitter was showing Bud and showing him doing nothing. How dumb was the decision? Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Well, not only were the Heat players themselves stunned by the decision, even Eric Spolstra had no idea what was going on. He's like, 
how do we know that Eric Spolstra was like, hey, what, what is, what is this joke show doing? What is, uh, what is our man Budenholzer saying? Uh, because Max Struess went on the Levitard show today and said everyone was puzzled uh, on the Heat bench. Let's go and listen to Max Struess. Max, were you also confused that whether or not Milwaukee had timeouts? Because there were several points in both of your most recent comebacks where a timeout is usually called, and it yeah. wasn't called, and I think it kind of led to what you felt, which was just this one big hallucination. Yeah, honestly, we were all questioning it. Uh, at the, the regular end of the um, regular uh, time, uh, Spoke came in the huddle, he was like, they didn't call a timeout. Like, what are we doing? Like, they didn't, they didn't call a timeout. <laughs> and, and we were like, we didn't even know they had a timeout. We just figured they didn't, uh, the guys in the court. But, yeah, we were all kind of questioning what was going on. But, thankfully, they didn't use it. Thankfully, they didn't use it. Budenholzer right now is on Heat Reddit as the savior of the Miami Heat. Even Spoh's like, what are we doing? Like, what is this uh, – what is this Bush League bullshit that's happening right now? And it, of course, gets worse. So the Heat run out to a lead in OT. And the Bucks claw back. They're down two with 10 seconds to go. And they have the entire length of the court to go. So instead of calling one of his two timeouts in his pocket uh, to, I don't know, advance the ball up to half court, uh, he simply lets them waste time getting across the half-court line. And then when his option one and his option two are locked up, the ball ends up in our man Grayson Allen's hands. And what do you know? The team simply just runs out of time before they can even put up a shot. Is that not the most insane shit? They, you went home. That's it. That's all you have left. 3-1, you are down. You don't even throw up a shot? It just expires? Ugh. The worst part, they only needed a two. This team only needed a two. They could have just planned to play up for Drew or Chris or even if you didn't want the ball in Giannis's hands because he can't shoot free throws. What are we talking about here? You had Bam, Kevin Love, and Kyle Lowry all had fouled out. You can't even plan a play for two fucking points when you have a bunch of undrafted guys out there and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's an incredible player. He was out there on the floor to end overtime with four undrafted players. That should be barbecue chicken. That should be barbecue chicken. Let that sink in. Game over. Season over. Could not get a shot up. Budenholzer's career may be over. Meanwhile, her Nick Nurse is on Zillow right now looking up some homes in Fox Point, see how much it'll cost for him to move in at short notice. I promise you, dog, if that was Nick Nurse, there's no chance that would happen. His X's and O's skills are far surpassing our man, bud. That would, ne- that would never happen. Now, maybe all everybody on the team would hate Nick Nurse because it seems like he's been calling them out in the media to the point where things have gotten a little toxic. But I tell you what, at the end of a game, he's calling up the right play. Never would I ever see Nick Nurse eat three timeouts, just keep them in his pocket, and lose in an elimination game at home. There's a reason you don't see memes of Nick Nurse with hands in his pockets. Friend of show, Keith Smith, said, Buck's done, unreal. 
Giannis, Middleton, Holiday on the floor. Ball is in Grayson Allen's hands. He doesn't even get a shot off. Bucks left a timeout on the board at the end of regulation and two timeouts on the board at overtime. Just unconscionable. The word, the proper word, is unconscionable. So they asked Bud, what's up? What happened? Uh, they had five small guys, you know, so, um, you know, down two. Uh, you know, you can, you can go for the win with three or, you know, they obviously got the play at the rim. But, uh, you know, they had five guards or wings, and uh, so we matched that. Um, I believe you had a timeout with half a second left and you didn't call it. What was the thought process there? Yeah, we need to call a timeout there. Uh, and then in overtime, I know you like to play without calling the timeout. Was there any part of that possession where you thought maybe we're not getting something we need to take a timeout? No. Um, you know, uh, Giannis attacked. Giannis got the ball to Chris. Chris attacked. Um, you know, that's how we always play. Um, it's been very good for us. And, um, you know, we weren't able to, to convert it tonight. That is so bad. That is so, so bad. I think Bud knows he fucked up. He's like, yep, got to call a timeout there. I think he sees the writing on the wall. This kid on Twitter, I don't know how to pronounce his name, he said Budenholzer was chilling on the sidelines like, damn, this game is good as hell. (laughs) Damn, this is a good-ass game, dog. Like, you're supposed to be doing something, Bud. You're part of this deal. Miami Heat Reddit posted a Mike Budenholzer appreciation post today. Said, we couldn't have won this without your master class yesterday, Budenholzer. So now we're left in Miami. uh, We're left to figure out what's happening now that the season is done in Milwaukee. There is no way that they should be sitting at home. No way that they should lose to a play-in team. This is a play-in team. Number one seed loses to a team that was down 15 points to the Chicago Bulls and probably were going to go home night-night sleep mask in the play-in tournament. They had already lost once to Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks.